Hello, welcome once again to La Taza de Esporto, the absolute best place on the internet for that quick, small taste of continental football. Let's get started in Italy. Joaquin Correa, shining, new boy at Inter, coming from Lazio. Two goals, 3-1 win over Hellas Verona. Inter stay perfect, one of five teams to win their first two matches of the new Serie A season. What about his old team, Lazio? Little bit of sorry ball possibly going on at Lazio. They concede early, and then Chiro Mobley just absolutely catches fire. Nine goals in two games for Lazio. To be fair, not playing against top teams, but you can only beat who's in front of you. And after the international break, big match coming up for Lazio against Milan. After looking great in match week one, in a last second loss to Atalanta, uh, Torino lose at the weekend to Fiorentina. Dusan Vlahovic once again scoring. It You have to imagine that this young kid has to get a move next summer. Already conversation, of course, uh, about him potentially ending up at Juve. So absolutely a young player to keep on your radar. Speaking of Juve, obviously big news for them, losing Cristiano Ronaldo. Some people thought maybe that would be a little bit of addition by subtraction for Juve. Well, obviously the jury's still out on that, but things did not really go well for them in the first game of the post-Ronaldo era. Not only did they lose at home to newly promoted Empoli, but they just looked absolutely lifeless. They just did not, they were not up for it. You know, relatively strong in the first, maybe let's say 10 to 15 minutes. And after that, it was just not there from this Juve side. American Weston McKinney pulled off at halftime. Hard to really tell what's going on with the situation there. Does the manager really rate him? He he was playing pretty well, I guess in a in a more traditional ten, pretty far up for him. He didn't really look suited for it. Just not not a good day in front of the home fans for Juve. So that's gotta turn around and turn around quickly. What about some of these other teams that have won their first two matches of the Serie A season? Well, Milan put on an absolute show, and you had to feel happy for Sandro Tonali, who actually had a really difficult first season at Milan last year. Wasn't even really getting into the starting 11 too much, of course, with so many strong options in the midfield for Milan, like Ben Acer and Kessie. But Tonali hits a great free kick. Milan, 4-1 winners. Giroud with a couple of goals. Great start to the season for Milan. And of course, we'll end with Jose Mourinho's Roma, who after a pretty sleepy first half, just absolutely crushed in the second half. And new talisman Tammy Abraham once again looking really, really good for Jose's Roma. What about in the Bundesliga? Well... 
You know who scored, of course, Erling Holland, because he always does, and he's right at the death. Uh, Hoffenheim thought they had gotten a late, late equalizer, and then here comes Holland with an even late winner. Who stood out for me in this match, though? And I'm I'm not going to go on record and say that this player's ceiling is higher than Erling Holland's. But it might be just as high. Jude Bellingham is an incredible, incredible talent. Got a goal in this game and just continued to look absolutely excellent, as he always does for an 18-year-old. But Dortmund still conceding too many goals on simple mistakes. Uh, that equalizing goal that I talked about came from a set piece. Someone just completely, completely left unmarked. So definitely not the finished product there in Dortmund. Trouble for Gladbach, who only have one point through their first three games. And Adi Hooters, uh old club, Frankfurt, Eintracht Frankfurt, not faring much better. Just two points through the first three matches. Business as usual for Bayern Munich, though. Lewandowski, another hat trick. Musiala, again, speaking of young, amazing talent. Jamal Musiala, absolute stunner. Um, another excellent performance from him. More importantly, though, I think for Bayern Munich and for their confidence going into this first international break of the season is, is a clean sheet for them. And also, uh, I think the transfer activity will give them a little bit of a boost with Sabitzer coming in from Leipzig. And he's a, he's a great fit. That's, that's actually a really great signing for them. This Byron team doesn't have any obvious weakness in their starting 11, but they do lack a bit of depth. And Sabitzer's a player that can really play all over the pitch. So that's a really, really great signing, which is no surprise. Wrapping it up in the Bundesliga, uh, Leverkusen, four goals again uh, in a win against Augsburg. Patrick Schick just cannot stop scoring. Obviously had a really excellent Euros. Um, and Diaby and Florian Wirtz uh, called up to their national teams, respectively. So some positive things going over there at Leverkusen. And Wolfsburg with a 1-0 win over Leipzig. They're the only team with nine points through three matches in the Bundesliga. So let's finish things up in Spain, where, of course, there's a Lionel Messi-sized hole at Barcelona that no one on planet Earth or any other planet could fill. But Memphis is fitting right in, an absolute great start, gets the winning goal here in a 2-1 victory over Getafe, where Barca were not at their best. Getafe, for parts of this game, actually look the better side. Um, the bigger news that overshadowed a lot of the weekend's action across Europe is Griezmann. Out at Barcelona, heading back to Atleti. Will he be missed? Well, you know, I think it's easy to say, and, and the facts kind of back this up, that he never really lived up to it at Barca. Um, and obviously just through the two games that he played this season, no goals, no assists, no chances created. So it's going to be hard to say um, that that's really going to be a player that's 
his absence is going to affect Barca too much negatively. Real also winners 1-0. Wake up after halftime to eke by Real Betis. Uh, not the most entertaining match you'll ever see. The news around Madrid, again, like the news around a lot of big clubs the last week was all about transfers and no Kylian Mbappe, at least not yet. And some interesting uh, comments coming out of Real Madrid about PSG and state-run clubs in general. And I think those comments are kind of on point, right? When you have a club like PSG who know that they're going to be losing a player in Kylian Mbappe for free in the summer... And they can turn down a $200 million bid for a player. How, how do you compete with that, right? I mean, I don't know. That's a conversation for another day. But, yeah, doesn't exactly, um, doesn't exactly make you feel too great about the future of the game. All right, let's finish up here. Atleti, oh wow. Uh, if you did not see the highlights of this Atleti match, please, please do so. Um, one of the absolute strangest last second equalizing goals you'll ever see. Um, yeah, it looked like Atleti were going to lose their first match of the season, but some absolute, absolute madness at the death there. That helped them salvage a point. Uh, v Real coach Unai Emery was not happy, needless to say, with how this match finished off. A um, couple other quick little notes out of Spain where you have a ton of teams all bunched up at the top of the table on seven points, six teams through three games sitting on seven points. And interestingly, one of those is newly promoted side Mallorca, um, as well as some other teams that you would expect to be up there. Real Madrid, Sevilla, Valencia, Barca, and Atleti. And speaking of Valencia, uh, the number 10, Soler, three goals, uh, has scored in all three matches. And you'll want to definitely check out his goal from this past weekend. Um, I would say one of, if not the best goal that you will see. Alrighty, that wraps things up. Thank you once again for checking out Garden Parties, where we'll be dropping three episodes a week for your listening pleasure. And for this episode, uh, once the IG post goes up, I'm sure we have a ton of Garden Party stickers laying around uh the first person that can tell us in the comments what film the intro music for this episode and all la taza da esporto episodes is from uh maybe we'll send you some free stickers so check that out at gpfc pod on instagram where you can keep up to date with all the things that we got going on thanks again peace Long sleeve service. <laughs>